The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store and Matthew Johnson, owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management and author of The Capitalized Life. Are you living the life you want? Are you as prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. And welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. Today's episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great morning this morning. And I just want to first and foremost say thank you so much for your support of our show. Thank you for the messages that you send to us and all the postings that you do. And thank you for your questions. Many of you have reached out and asked what my take of all of this volatility has been in the market. And so today we're going to be really addressing that. Now, We're going to call today's episode the principles of a down market. So when it comes to the stock market, we know three things as investors. We know that it can, we know that it does, and we know that it will. And what do I mean by that? (laughs) I think you already know. It can fall, it does fall, and it will fall. That's what the stock market does. The stock market goes up, but it doesn't go up forever. And the stock market corrects. Now, what we've been seeing lately within all of this Nova coronavirus is what is referred to historically as a black swan event. It's something that kind of comes out of nowhere. It's a bit of a surprise. And it really takes people by such surprise that it scares them and they start to capitulate. They start to sell. So in the principles of investing in the stock market. We need to understand what those principles are. So the first thing that we really want to examine within the world of stock market investing is the fact that we have long periods of time in which the market does really, really well. Now, the terminology that I'm going to be using is very specific. So first, we need to understand secular markets. So secular periods of time within the market mean long-term. We have long periods of time in which the market does really, really well. We have long periods of time in which the market doesn't do well at all. And when we look historically over the course of the last 200 plus years of stock market history, if we put these things side by side, we can really start to begin to see patterns. We can really begin to see these long periods of time. Now, I'm going to give you a few. If you want to write these down, that would be fine. It would help give you some perception. So when we look at long-term secular bear markets, meaning markets that are extremely volatile, they're extremely scary, and they can lose a lot of wealth within the country. If we just go back from 1899, let's say, to 1921, well, there we have basically 22 years of volatility. 22 years in which the market is going up, it's going down, it's going back up, it's going back down, and it's very, very volatile. 
wealth is made, wealth is lost, wealth is recovered, wealth is lost again, that sort of thing. That's what secular bear markets do. Now, from 1921 to 1929, our market went into a secular bull market. But during that period of time, that's when the country was growing, the stock market was going up. Man, it felt wonderful. But did it last? No, it didn't last at all because from 1929 to 1954, we went back into another secular bear market. During that period of time, we know that we had war. We know that we had the Great Depression. We know that we had the Dust Bowl. From a historical standpoint, we know from our history books that that was a very difficult time for Americans. Maybe your parents or your grandparents were involved in that, and they knew what it was like to watch the stock market lose 93% in basically a period of three years, and then have to wait for essentially another 22 years for the market to recover all of their money back. Now, thankfully it didn't last because from 1954 to 1966, the market swung back into another secular bull market. Again, times were good, the market was growing, it was going up, and investors were finally making money. But let me ask you, did it last? Of course not. Never does. And so from 1966 to 1982, we went right back into another secular bear market. Now, from 1982 to 2000, this was the longest bull market that we had ever had in history. And it was undoubtedly also the very, very best. But just like secular bear markets don't last forever, neither do secular bull markets. And even though we look at 1982 to 2000 and we say, boy, that was some good times, the market was going straight up, well, guess what? It didn't last. And from 2000 to here we are today in 2020, we know that we've gone through some major volatility, haven't we? In the first three years after the turn of the century, the stock market shed and lost over 50%, five zero. Imagine wealth. Well, I don't have to ask you to imagine. Maybe the better word would be just remember. Remember what it was like when the stock market was going down at the turn of the century. The market finally stopped in 2003, started recovering everything that it lost from 2003 to 2007. But then, what happened in 2007? Again, the market started to go through another major correction. And this time it was faster, it was scarier, things went down even more. Now, from a market analytical standpoint, this is what is referred to as a period of capitulation. Basically means that the second market correction within that secular bear market was worse than the first. And that's typically what we call a wave of capitulation. And that's exactly what happened. The market went down from 2007 to 2009, lost even more. This time it lost 63% in the S&P 500, the Fortune 500 index. So then it takes from 2009 to 2013, 2014, before it finally comes back to the previous high. And since 2013, 14, the stock market's up. And that's the problem. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, 
I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. You see, the problem is that you and I as human beings have this thing called the normalcy bias. And what happens is the human psychology, the human psyche, our mind, begins to tell us when we're in an upward recovery and what is referred to as a cyclical bull market within a secular bear, that it's never going to stop, that it's going to go up, and that it's going to continue to go up forever. But you know what's so interesting? I meet with literally hundreds and hundreds of people every single year. And over the course of the last two to three years, I have found that probably 90 to 95% of the individuals that I sit across the table from, they have this gut instinct. They have this feeling in their gut that tells them that this market is very overbought. What do I mean by that? Meaning that it's very, very high in price and it just continues to go higher. And it seems like no matter the bad news, whatever the news would send us, no matter what the politicians and in Washington would do well if it was bad news, the market would just shrug it off and continue to go up. Now, on one hand, that was a great thing, right? Because your account values were going up. But the bad thing is, is that it created this false sense of security that the market would never go down. And all of a sudden, here comes a real wake-up call. The wake-up call of the Nova coronavirus. And look at what has happened to the stock market. In the last roughly three weeks, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has lost over 4,300 points. When the market opens every single day, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? The stock market opens, it's down by 700 points. Remember, the principles of a down market is that it can, it does, and it will fall. And so the question I have for you is, do you understand the power of a cyclical market within a secular bear? You see, whenever we have a secular bear market and you have these periods of time, could be three years, could be four years, could be five years, could even be like we have seen in the last six years where the stock market has seemed to defeat gravity and it's continued to come up. I want you to envision, if you will, having a little sterno can in front of you and you pop the lid off and you light that little sterno can and you feel the heat radiating off from the sterno can. And yet, if that little sterno can is sitting in a room that is centrally air conditioned, does that sterno can even stand a chance? of being able to overpower the centrally air-conditioned room? The answer is no. There is no conceivable way that that little sterno can of heat is going to be able to overpower that centrally air-conditioned room. And what is the point? The point is this, that any time we understand secular bear markets and we understand what's happening within a secular bear market, we also understand one other thing. 
we understand the fact that within these secular bear markets, we can have some really good times, right? We can have some really good times, but we can also get persuaded by those good times within the secular bear market that it's not going to go down. And what it will take is it will take a black swan event, just like we've seen with the Nova coronavirus, and all of a sudden wealth is washed away. So what do we need to really understand about secular bear markets? We have to understand that they're going to come. And when we look historically at secular bear markets, we understand that there's not been a single time in history in which a secular bear market has ended unless it has had at least three major corrections. Now, is the Nova coronavirus creating that third major correction? I don't know. However, we want to be prepared from a retirement standpoint if indeed this is the thing that is creating the third major correction within our latest secular bear market. If you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Well, we're coming up on our first break, so you stick with us. We're going to conclude by discussing some of the other principles of living within and investing in a down market. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Did you know there's 567 ways to claim your Social Security? That's right, 567. And claiming the wrong strategy could cost you up to $100,000 or more during the course of your retirement. Learn how to maximize your benefits by attending this Johnson Wealth and Income Management Social Security Workshop Thursday, March 19th, 6.30 p.m. at North Iowa Area Community College. Reserve your seat at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Again, Thursday, March 19th, 6.30 p.m. at North Iowa Area Community College. Reserve your seat at 866-290-3837. Investing in the stock market these days is like riding a roller coaster. One minute, you're moving up slow and steady just the way you like it. And then all of a sudden, your investment portfolio is in a free fall. Up 800 points, down 800 points. If you are tired of the ride and want to look at safer options or would like to learn a better way to grow your money during these times, call 866-290-3837 or visit johnsonwim.com. Would you take your grandchildren out for ice cream and try to pay for it using your stock certificates? No, that would be ridiculous. Instead, you would use your income. So why then do so many retirees make one of the biggest financial mistakes, dipping into their savings instead of relying on income during retirement? The good news? It's completely avoidable. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local Retirement Income Specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837.
And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show, powered by the Retirement Income Store, the place that retirees go for income. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great day. If you are just coming on board with us this morning, we were discussing the principles of a down market, and there's been a lot of news been a lot of volatility. There's been a lot of headlines with regards to what's happening in our market. I don't have to tell you just how scary it has been. You know, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has lost over 4,300 points just in the last three weeks. And this is the reason that I teach my clients. This is the reason I spend the time teaching you that we have to know history. We have to know that within history of the market that we have these long periods of time in which the market does well. We call those secular bulls, secular meaning long term. We have long periods of time in which the market doesn't do well at all, secular bear markets. But we also discovered something in the first half of our program, and that's the fact that there's these cyclical cycles. And cyclical are short-term cycles. Periods of time in which the market goes down. Periods of time in which the market goes up. And periods of time where it goes up and down all within a secular bear market. So what's been happening? Well, if we study our market, we see that the market has obviously, since about 2013, 2014, it's gone up. It's defeated gravity. It's just onward and upward, it seems. But that's the problem. The problem is is that it creates a false sense of security. And today we are having unprecedented volatility. Wealth is being wiped off from the stock market. I just got done receiving an email from a person who is asking for advice and help and said that within the last three days, she has lost over $87,000. In the last three days, $87,000. That's hard to believe. You're in a position in which you work all your life to save your money for retirement so you can have a good retirement. And you continue to be coached and encouraged to continue to put money into the market because it's a great place. And it can be. But if you're not prepared, if you don't know the principles of a down market, you can become very hurt. You can be very surprised by a black swan event like this Nova coronavirus and the reaction to it. And those dollars that you work so hard to save are now being, well, they're being wiped right off from your balance sheet. So what do we need to know? Well, we know this, that if you're five, 10 years away from retirement, this is probably one of the best things that could ever happen to you. Because if you're consistently putting into the stock market, pay period after pay period after pay period, you are dollar cost averaging. That means that you're buying more shares at fewer dollars. And that sounds good because it is good. You see, when the market is high, you buy fewer shares. When the market goes low, you buy more and you average out your share price. But this is also the reason why I train clients to understand that if they're within five years of retirement, they have to be watching and they have to be ready for events like this. They have to be prepared. And what does that mean? Well, if we look within secular bear markets at those periods of time in which the market can go down, 
those periods of time can last a long time. They can be three years, four years, even as long as five years or more. And during that period of time, if you're within five years of retirement and all of a sudden the market starts going down, well, that could be essentially putting your retirement on hold for five years. Let me ask you, is that something you want to do? If you're 65 today, do you want to wait until you're 70 to retire? And the answer is probably not. So you see, cyclical declining markets within a secular bear, they're going to happen. And if your advisor hasn't been preparing you, if your advisor has been playing the offensive coordinator and trying to encourage you to put even more into the market, then I want you to ask yourself if that was really the best advice that could be given. Because you see, sometimes in your approach for total return, you're focused solely on the G, on the growth, and you have no diversification. So here's another principle investing in a down market. If you want to take advantage of the down market, then do you have cash? Most investors don't have cash. Most investors have a 401k, a 403b, and they have everything invested. So that means that the only opportunity that you have to put into and to take advantage of a decline like this is through the dollar cost averaging that you do on every pay period. So did you have cash? Do you have cash to throw at this opportunity? Number three principle is uncorrelated investments. You see, all of us have pretty much been told that we should have our money in the market, but have we been given the proper advice to have uncorrelated investments? And what do I mean by that? Well, it's as simple as the old cliche phrase, not having all of your eggs in one basket. And I don't mean having 10 different mutual funds, because at the end of the day, those are 10 different mutual funds. That's like having five different pickup trucks in front of my office, and they're all Ford F-150s, but they're all painted a different color. The reality is that there's still Ford F-150s. They're just painted a different color. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you, and you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you Do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. So, do you have uncorrelated investments? Now, here's the problem. You see, for most of us that have been saving for retirement through our employer savings plan, we simply only have mutual funds and index funds to choose from. And that's where we have to be reminded that if you're close to retirement, if you're 59 and a half and over, even the IRS knows how dangerous the stock market can be. And that's the reason at the age of 59 and a half, they have given you an opportunity where they have set your 401k free. They have unshackled the handcuffs as it were so that you can roll your money to an individual account and you can do it totally tax-free. Now, what's the advantage? The advantage is so that if we have black swan events like this, if we have 
the gut feeling that the stock market is going to go down. And yes, it's more of a matter of when, not if. Now we have to realize that by having our money in an individual retirement account, we have the ability of investing in those uncorrelated investments. What could that be? Well, that could be precious metals investing. But more importantly, it could be investing for income. And what do I mean by that? Well, think about it. Back in the day, we used to hear investors say, well, I own stocks and I own, if you said bonds, that's absolutely correct. They own stocks and they own bonds. But you see, the word bonds is just a word. It means lots of things to lots of people. And so here's the thing. There's a lot of fixed income investments that exist in the world today that are uncorrelated. And what that means is that even if the common stock market goes down, it does not necessarily mean that your fixed income investments are going to go down. You see, so many of us have been, as it were, drinking the Kool-Aid that we have to have our money in the stock market. And then that's the only way to make money on our money. But if we would simply take the time to educate ourselves about the universe of conservative income generating investments, the very things that I talk about every Saturday morning, realizing that there's a place that you can put your money that has a lesser degree of risk. It has a more steady consistency within income production, interest income, dividend income. And gosh, you could be making five, six, I don't know, maybe even 7% conservatively on your money, on your principal. And of course, you still have some degree of risk, albeit less risk, it could be argued, than the common stock market. Now, even if the market's going down, you still have a bastion in which your principal is creating interest and dividend income. Now, you may not be retired yet, but why would that income still be important? Because number one, your money is not all in one place. Your money is actually divested. We hear about diversification. And again, that's not owning 10 different mutual funds. That's having maybe some of your money in cash, some of your money in real estate, some of your money sitting in fixed income investments, maybe some of your money sitting in precious metals. But here's the thing. What if... Some of your money was exposed to volatility, but very little. What if you only had maybe a fourth of your money at risk while the rest of your money was earning you four, five, six, seven percent interest and dividends every single year? Even if you didn't need the income, isn't it true that if you got paid that dividend, you got paid that interest and you didn't want it, you just simply reinvested it back into more income producing assets? that that potentially could grow your net worth and it would grow the amount of income. I have a very good client of mine, lives in Fort Dodge, Iowa, and he owns 52 rental homes. Now, I don't know too many people that are willing to put up with that many tenants, but this guy does. And I asked him one day, I said, how is it that you came to own 52 rentals? And he looked at me and he said, you know, it's because I bought one. He bought one rental, he saved the rent, and then eventually he was able to buy a second rental. And then he saved that rent and he was able to buy a third rental. And so on and so forth. You see, that's the beauty of fixed income investing. Not only does it have a lesser degree of risk than common stock investing, but it's also producing income. And that income is steady because you're investing by contract. 
Think about the simplicity and yet the beauty of a bond, an individually held bond. Don't buy this story that bond funds are the same. They're not. If you're going to own bonds, own them individually is my saying. And if you're going to own them individually, know and understand that you're investing by contract. Why? Because that bond has a steady, fixed rate of interest that it pays you every year. And if you hold the bond to maturity, subject to default, you get all of your money back. How beautiful is that? So we know three things about the market. We know that it can, we know that it does, and we know that it will fall. The question is, have you prepared yourself for a time like this? Are you capitalizing on it or are you being victimized? If it's time for you to diversify, I encourage you to educate yourself on the conservative universe of fixed income investing. If you would like to give me a call, I'd be happy to take a few minutes out of my day to communicate with you some of the finer points that we've talked about today. Give me a call. Telephone number is 866-290-3837. Again, that number is 866-290-3837. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And remember, it's up to you to make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837 or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. 